Hey guys, welcome back to our stupid, shitty podcast. <laughs> I'm going to take that again. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to episode 20 of the Split Screen Media Podcast. We are an entertainment podcast, as you guys know. We talk about movies, TV shows, video games, do reviews and news, that kind of thing. We also get into our personal lives a little bit. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Chris Blankenship. Hello, everybody. And uh, yeah, this is actually take two of the podcast this week. We, I think we briefly mentioned on Facebook that we were going to be trying some new stuff. Uh, one of those things that we're going to be doing is adding a background to our videos. So it's going to be like this whole sort of new look to the, the YouTube videos, like the format of it. And we tried that this week and it messed up. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded with uh, Chris, who you guys have seen previously from AGN. We had a Actually, a really good episode, and I'm bummed that you guys don't get to see it, but uh, that episode, unfortunately, is unerrable because the audio didn't work. So Chris and I are going to record this week, just the two of us, and then next week we're going to have Chris McCain back on again, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. But we're going to discuss a little bit of the, the episode that we um, that we started before and maybe do like some of the same topics and then... Maybe go into some new topics too, because there's a lot of new new news stories that we want to cover as well. Um, yeah, there was a couple last night that I saw. I was like, oh, sh- I wish I would have talked about that on the podcast, but now we get now to. We can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's actually a, it's a real shame because that episode was really good, and it was it was super funny. I was I was I was bummed. Every, every time Chris is on, it's always been gold. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get him next week, so you guys will see that. Sorry again. Um, there was we actually had a really good discussion. Our first topic that we want to discuss tonight too is Daft Punk again because we sort of did a whole thing about that on the other episode. We did like a full retrospective and we talked about why they were so influential and why it's such a bummer that they decided to uh, leave us. <laughs> they decided to uh, you know split up and not be a band anymore. But I don't think we're going to get into all that today. What we are going to do, which I'm very excited about. This is new to me. We're going to do a tier list. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now, Chris, which of these albums are you familiar with? If if any, do you like, is there one in particular that maybe you like more than others or? Um, I don't actually know their names except Random Access Memories and the Tron Legacy one. Let me look up their discography real quick. Okay. So um, because there might be songs that I recognize but I don't know which album they're on. Okay. So I guess if we, if you guys can see my mouse, I think you can, then we're going to be going uh, just down the list. So this is a live 2007. This is their second live album. This is homework. Their first album. This is discovery. Their second random access memories. Their fourth. This is daft club, which is like a couple remixes, but mostly just old songs. So I don't even know if we're really going to put this one on here. Um, Tron Legacy soundtrack, Alive 1997, their first live recording. Human After All is their third studio album. And then this is just Human After All remixes. So I also think we're going to probably skip this one. So it'll just be this, 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 and then these four right here. Okay. Um, and I want to you... say a quick disclaimer before we start. All of these albums are S-tier. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. We're just ranking them in terms of how high on the s tier list they are i just want to make that very clear so it's like s tier d tier exactly exactly all amazing albums none of these are like c or d they're just going to be s tier c or d i think that's how we're going to do this because it wouldn't be fair because otherwise i'd put them all right here and that's not fun (laughs) (laughs) um do you want to do the studio albums first yeah i think that's a good idea um let's start with number one so this is homework this is their first studio album. And I think this one, Chris, this one has tracks like Defunct and Around the Around World. The world. Um, you know, stuff like that. Rolling and Scratching, um, Indo Silver Club. It's This is a house album through and through. So I, I love this album personally, but I think it's not. House music, I think, can be tough for a lot of people. Like you either love it or you hate it. Uh, hate it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how well this would do now so for me i would probably put this as a b 
because it's still an amazing album, but I don't think it reaches the heights of some of the others. Would you want to put it at B then? Perhaps. Um, I think it's a pretty good album. I don't, I'm probably just going to go off of how many songs I recognize off of them, but. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I would say B is, I might change this to a, once we start putting the other ones into place. Yeah. Um, I think, I think once they start to fill out, we can kind of compare as we go. Okay. Like, well, maybe this one compared to the other one should be lower or higher. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Um, this one is easy for me. (laughs) This is their second album. This is discovery. This has uh, songs like Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, Face to Face, uh, Short Circuit. Um, I, I mean, this is like, to me, this is what a lot of people would consider their magnum opus. It's not my favorite album. It's probably pretty close tied to my favorite album. Uh, but I would definitely put this in S. I think it absolutely, the way it redefined electronic music, I think it absolutely deserves that place. Um. Yeah, it also has one more time on it. It does have one more time. Aerodynamic. Um, uh, something About Us, yeah. which is like one of the best Daft Punk songs. Yeah, there's a lot on here that I would put. Uh, I, I think it's deservedly in S tier. Fair enough. All right. Um, this is an interesting album. <laughs> this is probably their their least liked album. Um I know a lot of people like genuinely don't like this album. I think they tried to go for an experimental sound on this album. It's very rock infused. Um, like it's, it's really rock, like super synthy and just kind of out there. Um, and the music itself is strange. This has songs like uh, human after all and technologic. And I kind of like tech. Life. I kind of like technologic. <laughs> Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. These are all amazing songs. I just like I think I was giving like trying to give examples of songs that maybe would be a little more out there for people who enjoy stuff like Discovery or Random Access Memories. I definitely um, think it could be hit or miss. Yeah, not everything on that album is like a hundred percent gold. I would probably, hmm, I would probably put this between like B or C. So I'm gonna put it right here for now. Okay. We can adjust. Yeah. Because the more the more I think about it, the more I really want to do this and this. That's I almost suggested shifting it. Um, but we can, again, we can adjust uh, in a little bit. Okay. So do you want me to put it back down where it was? Uh, just leave it there. Okay. Um, and we'll, we'll see how it looks later. Okay. Um, yeah. Next studio album, last studio album, uh, Random Access Memories, that can go right there. <laughs> <laughs> this, this to me, again, I said this on the other podcast, uh, but or I guess the one that you guys will never see. So I'm saying it for the first time to you guys, but this is their magnum opus. This is like a, the culmination of everything that they did. Um, it's the best of all of these other albums put together. And this, it's like... This has five Grammys? It does. Record of the Year, Best Pop Duo Group Performance, Album of the Year, Best Dance Electronica Album, Best Engineered Album, Non-Classical. Yep. They Uh, they cleaned house at the Grammys that year. (laughs) (laughs) To no one's surprise. I mean, like, everyone knew this album was going to win everything. It's... Oh, yeah. This is... There's a... Yeah. This is like uh, Give Life Back to Music, Lose Yourself to Dance, Get Lucky for, like, kind of the hits, and then... Touch is probably my favorite Daft Punk song, um, which is also on there. Uh, oh, Instant Crush. That one's really popular. That has Giorgio the, by Morador. Yeah. Morador. Giorgio by Morador is an awesome song, too. Um, so, yeah, that, that whole album is incredible. Yeah. So that's definitely S tier for me. Now, this one, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on this, Chris. I think this is one of the greatest like movie soundtracks of all time, but I'm curious if you're going to put this, like I know it's going to be at least one of these three, (laughs) but where do you think (laughs) this deserves to be? Um, I I wouldn't, I I think you're biased when you say greatest of all time. (laughs) Um, I think it's really good. Uh, 
I would probably if it was if this was like a movie soundtrack list, I'd probably put it in S tier, but we're comparing it to other Daft Punk albums. So I think I think right there A is probably good. Okay. I, I'm I'm all right with that. Yeah. There is I I there is definitely bias with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would put that in S tier. I do think it is one of the best movie soundtracks ever. I think it's awesome. It, like right. I said, if if this was a, a movie soundtrack tier list, I think that would go in S tier. Yeah, for me, it would be like this and Tenet right next to each other. <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah, we can get into the live albums. I honestly think this one is good, but I would probably put it with Human After All. I may even go like one step lower into C. Like it's not their best stuff. I think we're kind of getting in, out of my my realm of expertise. Okay. Do you want me to just drop this one where I where I think is good? Sure. Okay. I think I'm going to put this right here. I don't... Yeah. I think that's probably a good spot for it. Um, and then this one for me is a lot like Random Access Memories where it's a live album, but it really is another culmination of everything that they had done. Like it's it's an expertly mixed uh set of their songs all the remixes and everything are so good i would probably put this up here like maybe or maybe in between s and a okay and then the rest of these i would leave off so i'm i'm actually pretty happy with this list nothing in d tier <laughs> no never <laughs> do you have do you have a hard time doing that I have a hard time putting it in C or B. <laughs> <laughs> like if it were really, I would probably be this and then this. Or maybe like if we did this and this too, I'd be fine with that. I think you're defeating the purpose of a tier list, Connor. <laughs> right, right. Okay. I'll put it back. I'll put it back. <laughs> yeah. These three are definitely like their best albums. It's their best work by far. Um, and then in descending order, I think that's you know probably a good thing. I want to see what the community pick though. I'm very curious, like how everyone else ranked this because I don't think they're gonna put alive as high as I did. If this ever loads, it's taking a sweet time. It really is. Oh my <laughs> god. It's like one JPEG. Why is this so hard? <laughs> yeah, if you look at that um that first one there, Daft Punk albums ranked, they also have nothing in oh I went away. Okay. Interesting. So this isn't like too dissimilar. Well, this is pretty low. The Tron soundtrack is pretty low. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even bother with these two because these aren't like new songs. So I yeah. didn't even figure that was worth talking about. Um, I don't know. I agree with this. I agree with this. This is too high and this is too low. I was but, say, what do you think about Random Access Memories being A? I think that's goddamn disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't agree with that choice at all. So yeah, I think what I'm going to end up doing here, I, I really enjoyed our discussion about Daft Punk. Like I thought we all had really interesting points and I liked everybody sort of sending them off. So I, what I think I'm going to do is put up another video on the channel after this, or maybe it's just me or me and you. And we're going to like do a full uh, in remembrance of Daft Punk type video where I can like talk about the history and do all that. So that should be out on the channel in like maybe a week or two, but look forward to that. Uh, just you know to kind of make up for the episode that we lost because I feel bad <laughs> yeah um, but the other thing that we talked about was Pokemon we talked about the new games which we I think we all kind of tore to pieces a little bit you were you and I I think more so than Chris probably right yeah um, we were very very critical yeah a lot about the uh, the overall graphics and um like, I think the idea was good. The, the idea is there. 
100 percent the open world pokemon their execution from what we've seen so far now they're still developing it but what we've seen so far is uh pretty lackluster yeah, no, I, I would absolutely agree with it. Like you were mentioning the animation. What what Pokemon was it that moved at like one frame? Uh, it was <laughs> it was Chingling, and it literally moved like it was like like it wasn't a complete animation, and like it just I don't know. You put that on in, in was it was it a trailer? Or was it just a random video? I forget. It was a full trailer, but it was definitely from early footage. Yeah. Uh, the, the early footage thing is, is definitely there, but I, I I don't know. Why wouldn't you, like, do you not have any animations that you can use to kind of show it off? Because it's such a glaringly, at least to me, it was so glaringly obvious. I think a lot of people, you know, what's interesting is that it was clearly, you know, to the two of us, it was glaringly obvious. But, like, online, nobody was talking about it. Everyone was just stoked that they were getting a open-world Pokemon game. And that's, like, how I wanted to feel about it. And if they had just told me, hey, we're making an open world Pokemon game and they hadn't shown anything, I would have been so excited. But then they showed the game and I was like, wow, this looks like garbage. <laughs> this looks so bad. Yeah. They do still have a lot of time to develop it and finish it and polish it. But I, there's not a lot of hope here, <laughs> at least right now. No, they have. I mean, they have like almost a full two years, depending on when in 2022 they decide to release it. Um, because they could, you know, push it back well into December of next year too, if that's what they, you know, if they feel like they need a little bit more time. So it's almost two years, but that's still, I mean, like the way that game was showed off, they need like at least four or five years to finish it because it was barely anything. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that game. It's called Dreams. It's on PS4. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no, I have no idea. So it's basically a game. It's a game where you can create games inside of it. So like the community can create games and then they can post them. Like um, it's it's made by the same guys who made Little Big Planet. So you can okay. like post those levels and then people can play your game. And there's somebody right now working on a Avatar: The Last Airbender game in that. And that Avatar game looked better than the Pokemon game <laughs> that they showed off. And I was like, oh man, that's this is rough. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they've been focusing a lot on the mechanics and the game itself and the engine and all that stuff. Maybe they're saving the graphics and animations and textures and stuff for last. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of stuff to save for last. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we're gonna fix the frame rate, the graphics, the <laughs> the animations. <laughs> Oh, you know, I don't know. I I really hope that they can get it together. Because, again, the idea of that game is really, really cool. And I would love to see something like that where it's just, like, you walk up to a Pokemon. It starts a battle. There's no, like, waiting kind of turn-based thing. It's like you literally just fight, defeat it, and move on. And, you know, know, move about the open world. That's so cool. Yeah. I would would love an open world uh, Pokemon game. Um. I hope they execute it right because if I I think if it flops, then they won't do another one, and that's yeah. probably what I dread most. It almost makes me feel like, and this is the shitty part, but it makes me feel like I need to buy it even if it's bad, because I don't want them thinking, oh well, the it's the idea of the open world that's what people don't like, not hey we made a shitty game, even though the concept was great. So I you know I don't know. But we we had mentioned Pokemon. We we had talked about the Diamond and Pearl remake, and then we had talked about uh, the new one, the one we're just talking about, the Pokemon Legends game. But what was interesting, I made a quick reference. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if they did Pokemon AR, where like you wear some kind of weird Google Glass thing, and then you can see the Pokemon in real life. Mm-hmm. And apparently, <laughs> somebody at Nintendo listens to the podcast or listens in in my room, I guess, because we didn't release it. But if we look here, hold on one second. Let me share it. Can you see that? Uh, yes. Okay. So two things were announced um, in terms of the Pokemon game. So Niantic, which are the people who are responsible for Pokemon Go, they announced that they're going to be doing a new reality-bending AR system to Pokemon Go. This is without any Google Glass or anything. This is just like the Pokemon that you see on your phone 
that are projected into the, the real world. And they put out a little video uh, sort of describing their process. So let me play that real quick. Didn't, didn't they have this? So they did, but it's really, really janky. So what I think okay. what they're, tr- they're trying to do now is um, like reinvent the, the AR system so that it works a little bit better with moving around in the real world. Okay. And... I was going to say, I remember catching like a Charmander on my desk at work and it was like, like actually like through AR on my desk. Yeah. So you, it takes account, um, it takes into account the floor for AR currently and that's it. So like the Pokemon will interact with the ground, but if it like, if there's a person walking by, it'll just walk right through it. Or if you move the phone around, it'll mess up the Pokemon's position. Um, so okay. they put out this video here for anyone, any audio listeners, we're just watching a video that Niantic put out about the AR. You're real laggy. Yeah, it's it's my computer. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, this is the standard AR that they're showing. And if it ever loads... Do you want me to pull it up? Yeah, you know what? Actually, that's a good idea. Um, what is the name stop. of this video? Did it say, like, code name? Code name uh, Niantic Occlusion. So let me get out of this. Found it. Yeah, sorry about that. My computer's a little, a little janky. Is this better? Oh, it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> you see how quick that loaded? <laughs> okay, so this is standard. Yeah, it's actually still a little janky on my screen, but I think it's fine on yours, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Yeah, but you can uh, see oh. like okay, so yeah, he's running through pots and stuff. Yeah, so so it's not running through the pots; it literally just kind of phases through, and that's how it looks right now. But they're going to add ambient occlusion, which is basically different lighting effects and different ways for them to recognize Ooh. things. So he like runs around the plants, and he runs around the person that's right there. He's running behind the plants, which is pretty mm. cool. Like mm-hmm. he disappears when he hits an object like that. And you'll see that he like runs around people's legs. And if people walk towards him, he'll move out of the way. Okay. It didn't look perfect, but it's pretty cool. Like yeah, the edges and the borders are a little weird. That was pretty cool though. Yeah. So it's, it's very new technology. So it's going to be a little bit janky, but it definitely looks like it, it's leaps and bounds better than it looked before. <laughs> kind of. Kind of looked like that guy was going to punt that Pikachu. Like <laughs> yes. this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see how that guy like walks towards it and then it moves out of the way? Okay. Okay. So that's the first thing they announced. And then the second thing they announced, I'm probably going to have you pull up this video too. I just got to remember what it's called. You let me know. I'll pull it up. Okay. I think that AR looks improved, though. It's definitely improved a lot, and that's exciting. I don't play Pokemon Go anymore, but I don't know. Do you think that people will come back for that kind of thing? Or do you think it's not enough of an improvement to the game? I don't think they'll come back for that necessarily, but I if this becomes popular enough, this thing, I do think they'll come back for this. Um, and this is basically exactly what I made my joke about in the last video. So Niantic also announced that they're going to be working with um, Microsoft for the HoloLens and their newly announced uh, Microsoft Mesh, which is also like a new kind of uh, augmented reality goggles. But it's going to be working in tandem with Pokemon Go so that you'll be able to actually like interact with your Pokemon. So you'll be able to see them, but they'll be able to like come up to you and you can feed them berries and, and actually like fight them in real life. So hmm. they'll be on the ground and you'll be able to see the other person's Pokemon and then you'll be able to fight other people like in the world, in the real world. They don't currently have battling, do they? They do not, no. So you, I don't think you can battle, or no, you can battle amongst other trainers, but it's not in AR. It's just okay. like on a fake field on your phone. But this would be like a massive improvement. I think this video should, can you see that video okay? It's a little laggy. Okay. Basically, he's like picking a Pokemon from his hand, and then it appears, and then he's choosing like a berry. 
and then he can throw it out, and then oh. the Pokemon will like literally follow you around. This is with the the headset he has on. Yeah, this is with the headset. That's an AR headset. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the Microsoft Hololens. Okay. Now this isn't like final gameplay or final the final look of anything, but this is just kind of like a tech demo for what it could look like. He's like, "Where are you going?" Yeah, and he's basically like, "I'm gonna battle you," and she's like, "All right, let's fucking do it," or whatever. I don't know, but <laughs> it doesn't actually show the battle. But this is essentially what it would look like: is that they start to attack each other, and you'd be able to see it. Hmm. Which. I mean, to me, is so fucking cool. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I, that is really cool. I, and if you could, like, in AR, well, first off, you don't have to use your phone and be like, like this to like see your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can actually like just. What do you that, do? You know how much they cost the Hollow One stuff? I don't actually. It's a great question. Let me look it up. I know. I remember hearing a lot about Hollow Lens, and I'm like, oh, that that'll be cool when it comes out, and then. I was talking to Joey yesterday. He's like, you know what came out, right? And I was like, oh, no, I fucking, I didn't know that at all. That can't be right. It's like several thousand is what I'm seeing. I think right now it's mostly used by um, people in the industry. It's not really a consumer product yet. I'm assuming that whatever, (laughs) whatever they're making right now, I think will probably be like a couple hundred bucks and it'll be, you know, widely available to, to people for people to buy. Yeah, this says the HoloLens 2, $3,500. Yeah, I'm not playing uh, that. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> buying that for Pokemon I'm not Go. buying that shit. <laughs> Listen, the Pikachu on my phone is fine. That shit's free. But, you know, when this becomes widely available to everybody, like, and, and if it is, you know, two, three hundred bucks, I'll probably pick it up. It's also COVID safe if you think about it. Because you yeah. got to stand far enough distance back that you can see everything. That's probably at least six feet. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can't be right on top of somebody and battling them. You got to be a little bit spaced out. <laughs> yeah. Do you know I'm... if they, like, the battle animations are, like, pretty good or? So that was the only video they have so far. And they didn't really, at the end there, you kind of see Pikachu do, like, a tail whip thing. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's kind of all they have. I think it's more of just an idea right now. Like, hey, this is something we could do. Uh, with Niantic, I was just curious about how Nintendo was going to react to this because they don't, you know, Pokemon Go has nothing to do with Nintendo. They they have no stake in that game whatsoever. So if if the people at Niantic are like, yeah, we want to team up with Microsoft and use Hololens for this technology, like I wonder if Nintendo would be upset by that. They don't get any kickbacks or. Do they get royalties? Because I feel no, like it's... What's that? Oh, no. What were you saying? I was going to say, if they have some skin in the game, like, I, I would imagine they wouldn't be too upset. But now if, like, uh, like if they don't get royalties or no money comes from this... I mean, sure, Niantic can improve their product, but, I mean, Nintendo can be... Well, I guess they signed a contract at the end of the day, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it works out. I don't either. I don't know how much of a stake Nintendo has in the Pokemon company or Game Freak as a whole, but I mean, their games have been exclusive to Nintendo products since they started. Like, there's no Pokemon game on Xbox or, or PlayStation, so I, I don't know if maybe that'll start to change. Maybe maybe the, with the application of this technology and, you know, Nintendo's unwillingness to innovate or like put, or put out a console that can actually run shit well... <laughs> Maybe they'll be like, hey, maybe we should move Pokemon to these other things. We can have like this amazing, you know, Monster Hunter-esque game on all of these other platforms and it can run really well and we can try new shit. And, you know, I, who knows? I, I think they're going to try and keep it exclusive to them themselves. Yeah. I think I'm more hoping than actually thinking yeah. about what's going to happen. <laughs> but <laughs> This is really when I wish Nintendo would do the Sega thing where like Sega's consoles failed so spectacularly in the late 90s that they decided to just become a game company. So now all their games are much cheaper and they're on whatever platform you want. So you know, you you have your preferences to what you what you choose. But because Nintendo's consoles still do so well, 
you're limited by the technology of whatever they put out. So if your switch runs like garbage, which it does, then you're limited in the games that you're able to play on that thing, which, you know, it sucks. It, maybe they'll make a HoloLens 2-esque headset. Oh, like a Nintendo version, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who knows? Nintendo always has something weird with their consoles, so it wouldn't surprise me if the next console was like, it's only in VR. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't hook up to a TV at all. I'm like, oh, great, that's convenient. Uh, speaking of VR, do you want me to uh, pull up my little mystery topic? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, I don't know if you saw this, but LeBron tweeted this out. Y'all not ready for this squad? And it's some details about the new Space Jam movie. Oh, okay. Well, these are just pictures, but um, uh, he, LeBron's big with Akron Public Schools, so that's what that's about, because that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. Um, this is dope as shit. Oh, is that a, like a still from the movie? Yeah. I like all the colors, like the blues and the, and the pinks work really yes. well together. So apparently the movie is, um, I don't know if it's like LeBron's son, I think. Um, he has to like rescue him from like a VR game. And so he goes into VR and I guess he has to like play some ball with the Looney Tunes. Okay. So, I mean, that's kind of similar to the first movie, mm-hmm. except there was just like, it, I haven't seen it in so long, so you're gonna have to tell me if I'm right. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember Michael Jordan is golfing and then he goes into like one of the holes and then it's the Looney Tune world. Yeah. So I guess they're trying to do something similar to that. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if like he had to beat the alien guys to escape. Is that the plot? I think I remember. Okay, so the alien guys, they go to like Madison Square Garden and then they steal all of the basketball players like skill. Like they put it into that basketball or whatever. Yeah, because they're emulated off of different basketball players. Yeah, so they get like they basically get roided out (laughs) and they're able to play (laughs) super well. Um, and then I think it. I think the deal was like if Michael Jordan loses, he has to give up his power. Like he also has to give them his skill. But mm-hmm. then if he, you know, if he wins, they go back to their home world or whatever. I don't know. I, it's been like 15 years, but I kind of been a long that. time since I've seen it too. <laughs> Tune Squad, though, they're keeping with that. I, I love how like the colors and everything on this very vibrant looking. So are all of the Looney Tunes back? Uh, at least Tweety Bird. Yeah. Where's the cover one? It's at the yeah. same. It's the same cover. So, um, Donald Duck, Tweety Bird, Bugs Bunny, Lola Bunny, I think is her name, and Tasmanian Devil is what I see here. I was gonna ask if Lola Bunny was still. <laughs> they still made her hot in the. <laughs> the <new one>. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else is there? Marvin the Martian or something like that um yeah um the the fucking chicken um oh uh, my god i'm 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 gonna be like i know what it is but i can't i can't think of his name i can't think of it either it'll come to me in a second but uh, (laughs) yeah he was in the first one too and then yeah marvin the martian was in there it looks like they're all back but it doesn't there's not like a ton of details here i wonder if michael jordan's gonna be in it what the? What is this guy saying here? Hopefully you covered your tattoos with makeup while filming. This is a kid's movie, and I don't want them thinking you can be a hero and a tattooed thug. Wow. Okay, wow. Jimmy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Jesus Christ, Jimmy. Let let Just full blast racism. <laughs> <laughs> just, just all out right there in the open. You, you can be face. one. You can be one, but not the other. I I genuinely think the Facebook comment section is now worse than the YouTube comment section. It didn't used to be that way, but that's exactly how it is now. I've seen some Twitter comments that it's just a freaking cesspool of 
it's crazy anyways that's not what we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> it can be but i feel like we don't want to get into that no <laughs> yeah god what an asshole yeah i i can uh can i can i say i speak for split screen media when i say fuck that guy oh yeah 100 percent. I, I i can definitely back that movement <laughs> <laughs> fuck that dude fuck you jimmy piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um what a mess but yeah i uh i'm definitely excited for it like i i still think that first movie of what i remember was like really fun and funny so yeah i um i'm really excited for it i can't wait for it to come out it's definitely one i'm gonna watch did it have a release date on there uh i can tell you it's been it was first announced like four years ago it does feel like it was a long time ago where they were like we're gonna make this movie uh, it's supposed to come out this summer. Wow, okay. Well, I hope it gets released to, uh, you know, streaming too. Because th- th- that new Tom Holland movie just came out too. And I really want to go see it, but it's not anywhere except for theaters. And I'm not going to, you know, risk COVID for that. So I'm just looking at this real quick. It does say that it will be on HBO Max for a month as like typical Warner Brothers stuff. Okay, cool. So cool. I'm glad you can watch it that way. Did you see the reviews for that Tom Holland movie? The Which Chaos one? Walking or whatever? No, but uh, the trailer didn't look very good to me. I think I told you that when you, you're like, look at this cool movie. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't think it looks that cool. <laughs> I like the idea. I think the concept was pretty cool, it, it, but it has like a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Wow. It's really not good. Okay. My intuition was right then. <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I didn't, you know. I kind of had that thought that it was going to be bad. I didn't want it to, though. Like, because the idea of, you know, this weird thing that kills all the women on a planet and then all the men, it like amplifies their thoughts so you can see them. I was mm-hmm. like, that's kind of a cool idea. You know, it's, it's, there's definitely some interesting concepts you can go from that like sci fi premise. But yeah, apparently it's not very good. When I watched that trailer, I had the same idea. Like, it was, it's a cool premise. Uh, I don't know how you execute it though. And that's exactly what I thought. So I'm not surprised it didn't, it didn't, uh, you know, score great reviews. Yeah. And if I can be honest and I, and I like Tom Holland a lot, I don't like the idea that he's now in everything. Like I just, uh, it's the MCU treatment, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're in the MCU, you get a couple movies for a little while and then it kind of dies off, but I mean, he's going to be in, you know, the next Spider-Man, obviously, which I'm fine with. But then he's in this and he's going to be in uh, you know, that Uncharted movie is Nathan Drake, which, you know, jury's still kind of out on that. Um, it just seems strange that, like, he's getting cast in a lot of roles where I'm not sure he's the best option. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see what else. Uh, did you see The Devil All Time? Did you see that one? I didn't know. Was he good in that? I didn't see it. But that's another uh, movie. That and Cherry, which I think just came out. But he's like a ex-Marine drug dealer or something. I'm like, I don't know if that fits Tom Holland's. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Uncharted. Yeah, Cherry. I, I think I also. I think Cherry and Chaos Walking were the two trailers I watched with him and was like, eh. I'll yeah. stick to the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely like really good in that, but he also looks way younger than he actually is. And he has kind of that like Peter Parker charm to him. So I was like, Oh, this, you know, this works really well, but you know, just because he can do that, I don't know if I would put him in literally every single movie that's coming out this summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, but here we are. No offense, Tom, Tom, love you, buddy. Nothing against a- you. I know he's a big fan. Of yeah, he loves, he loves split screen. Dude, I saw him talk about it in the last interview. He watches us all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was on lip sync battle. Him versus Zendaya. Yeah, he like he dressed as a woman and he sang Umbrella. Yeah, it says Roll himself slash Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He like he he had like a full dress and like he like put on a bunch of makeup and stuff. It was actually a pretty cool performance because he he has a background in uh, 
dance and gymnastics and stuff. So he, mm-hmm. he kind of, you know, knows all the beats for that, which I'm sure helps with Spider-Man, you know, doing backflips and doing all the crazy, like athletic stuff you would have to do in a role like that. Yeah. Well, he was um, in Billy Elliot, the musical live, uh, which is very dance heavy. If I remember Billy Elliot correctly, like the whole thing is based on dance, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, anything like that, you would have to be in good shape for. So, I imagine that carried over into the uh, into the Spider-Man films. Mm-hmm. That was another thing we lost on that episode. We had this whole great discussion about No Way Home. <laughs> now yeah. that's gone. Yeah, we talked about uh, the new Spider-Man movie. They announced the um, the title for it, No Way Home, which I think everybody unanimously agreed we all thought was a good title. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think do you want to keep it brief or do you want to bring that up next episode no 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 we'll keep it brief i I just wanted to like mention that we had talked about it um if you want though i can go into my mystery topic okay um so this isn't really something i have to show and it's not even really a question i just thought this was super interesting so i've we've lived in this area for about um like i don't know maybe six or seven years and because of COVID recently, I've been taking a lot of walks around the neighborhood and I've just, you know, noticed stuff that I haven't noticed before. And there's one house. It's not, it's not really that close to mine. It's like way down on the other side of the neighborhood, but there is a house in our neighborhood that has Halloween decorations year round. Okay. So, <laughs> so this family, apparently from what my, my mom was telling me about it, this family is just very big into like the macabre, like that sort of like dark, like, you know, Halloween-y kind of vibe. How decorated? Are we talking like the whole yard, the trees, the front oh, porch? Buddy, All of the it? whole yard. Oh, so no. there's like, there's pumpkins, like real pumpkins out year round. Um, middle of summer, pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's skeletons, there's uh spider webs yeah basically which, anything you can think of and they have is... they have a hearse they have like a car that carries the coffin i guess for people who don't know but yeah. and it has a flame decal on it and it's parked in the driveway you gotta send a picture <laughs> yeah i really i really do i don't want to like you know invade their privacy or do whatever but it's, if only... it's visible from the street it's okay <laughs> there, there were two things that i thought of when i saw this house Three things, actually. The, the first was that I want to meet these people so fucking badly. Like, I just want to know everything about them. And I want to know why this is do what they you, decided to do. Do you? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't want to know them, but I want to meet them. Does that okay. make sense? Like, I want yeah. to, like, at least I want to get them on the podcast. That would be amazing. <laughs> they're just all, they're dressed like the corpse bride. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I want to, I want to meet them. I can't imagine how much their neighbors hate them is the second thing. Like living next to that all the time. I mean, it lowers your property value just for one I was, thing. I was say there's no HOA telling them to take that shit down in June. <laughs> no, there's no HOA. And I'm sure the cops have been called, but they can't do anything about it. You know, it's just yard decorations. You can really put up whatever you want as long as it's not offensive. Yeah. Um, and, but the third thing I thought was if you were a real estate agent and you're trying to sell a house near that house, you can only do it during Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Because you could be like, oh, there's just Halloween decorations. And then you sell it. <laughs> and it's the middle of November and the new people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think you can leave decorations up a little bit late. But yeah, that's, that. you know, in the middle of April, maybe not so much. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was walking past the house, I saw this. I don't know if he lived there or not, but I saw this guy walk in and he was wearing just like a black t-shirt and jeans. And I was honestly disappointed like i'm like you can't live in a house like that and wear a t-shirt and jeans like i expect a full robe and when you open the door to be like oh welcome but this guy's just like hey how's it going (laughs) yeah i expect like like a a cloak some fake vampire teeth some makeup a fog machine when you open the door like (laughs) go all out you know (laughs) (laughs) no that's what i mean if you're gonna do it you gotta do it you gotta commit to this and then i mean just well, they own a hearse. They're pretty committed. Yeah, that was. That you was, don't. You don't go to the dealership and be like, "Hmm, I don't know what kind of car I'm gonna get." And then you find a hearse, you buy it. 
<laughs> it's pretty eco-friendly, actually. <laughs> it's a lot of room in the back for the kids. Yeah. It's got a lot of towing power. <laughs> no, a, a hearse is not an impulse buy. <laughs> you really thought about it. And then you thought about the flame decals that are on it, too. I like to oh. think that it that's how it came. Like, whatever, like, funeral house crematorium that it, like, I don't know, maybe they sold it to an auction or something. They had the flame decal on there. I hope so. <laughs> it's, yeah. if that's custom it's even more strange yeah but yeah could you imagine I, if you're driving down the road and you see a funeral procession and the hearse has a flame decal <laughs> that's how i want to go out <laughs> that's definitely how guy fieri is gonna go out oh yeah for sure so i guess my question to you a what do you think about this <laughs> and and b is there anything like remotely similar similar to this where you live um so one I, they can do it if they want it's their property it's their yard i don't care um if they're renting maybe the, the landlord could tell them to take it down but i don't i mean i don't care uh it's it's strange you know i mean there's people who live who leave christmas lights up all year yeah but i think that's pretty like across the board like not everybody, but there's some houses that do it. That's more out of like laziness, I think, than like, oh, we love Christmas. <laughs> it's like I don't I'm not taking that shit down. <laughs> well, I also think like Christmas lights, they're lights. You know what I mean? Like they provide a little bit of value. I don't understand like why some strung up spider webs on your you know, your tree in your front lawn adds any value. <laughs> yeah. It it absolutely does not. <laughs> It's it's strange. I I can't say I know anybody who leaves those kind of decorations up all year. No, it's I the mean, first I, I've ever heard of something like like I you know I, besides the Christmas stuff. Yeah, I mean, and there's there's obviously like lawn ornaments and decorations and stuff I've seen around, but nothing so like specifically out of place. You know yeah. what I mean? No, this like, is no accident. <laughs> yeah, like someone leaves like a, a plastic deer or whatever up in their front yard, whatever. Like you can do that any time of year. But like there's one night where you can have this shit up. <laughs> That's it. Yep. <laughs> but it, it, that goes against what I said earlier. You can have it up all year round. There's one night where it's acceptable and not weird. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I thought about this from a couple different angles. And I think what I ultimately decided on is that because I don't, live near them or near i don't live near enough to them where it matters to me so i think it's amazing but like i think it's so cool and i love it i think it's creative like you know <laughs> let your freak flag fly or whatever like whatever you want to do is cool but <laughs> if i lived across the street from them i would be so pissed like i would i would go i'd be going to work every day and i'd like unlock my car and i'd look up and i would just like scowl <laughs> what it uh... I love to imagine like they moved into that neighborhood and like some guy who's had this house for like 35 years, he just retired. He's like, I get to enjoy life. And like this, you know, I raised my kids in this house and this, you know, all this stuff. And then these people move in and you have to like, every day he walks out to grab his mail or something. And he just has to see these Halloween decorations every single day. <laughs> eventually he snaps he's just in their lawn like tearing them down <laughs> it's not halloween oh my god <clears throat> i we have like a couple people like that there's another guy who has so much stuff in his front and back have you seen the sandlot before uh i know this story but i've never seen the movie so you oh, probably are about wow, to describe really? something i don't know yeah i've never seen it wow like i mean <laughs> i don't even know how to respond like it's the most american movie you can possibly watch yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> like there are people who sneak into this country who are more american than you now chris you understand this right <laughs> that's okay <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyway <laughs> there's a there's a old guy's backyard and there's a ton of shit in it there's like cars like old cars that are all rusted out and like all this. And this guy has that basically 
across there's an old bus in his backyard i'm making where i sound like where i live sound really bad i promise it's not (laughs) but (laughs) it's just these two guys or these two families but yeah he's got like no trespassing signs like every three feet on his house like the actual sign is put up on his house (laughs) and he's got cameras everywhere but the only thing in his yard is trash okay it's just so interesting i'm like what what drives you to you know become that person like I will decorate everything in Halloween stuff, or I will just like accumulate a bunch of garbage and put it in my lawn. Like, I, I don't own a house right now, so a lot of like my view is just it's their property, whatever. But if I owned a house and I had neighbors like that, I might get on my nerve. But I also don't want to pay for an HOA that's going to yell at me all the time. So, yeah, HOAs are kind of a nightmare. Um, you know, I think actually the police probably can do something about the trash guy, though, like because that's different than having a couple Halloween decorations, like having actual like like ha- having half a bus in your front yard. <laughs> <laughs> I think is a little bit different than like having a skeleton out there. Yeah, I don't know. I've always just been like in the in the vein of, you know, it's your shit. You can do whatever you want with it. Like the the rule, like there's like there's a lot of like city ordinances where you can't build a fence so high. That shit's stupid. Yeah, well, we were trying to build a shed in the backyard, and it was, or I'm sorry, like a like a detached garage, and it 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 was that same thing. Like it can only be so high and so wide, and it has to be like far enough away from the fence for it to actually like be allowed. And it, it's crazy. Yeah, I I mean I get it if it's like you you you're like obstructing your neighbor's views or something. But I don't know. I think it's all silly. But again, I don't own a house. I'm, I'm sure if I lived in a neighborhood with bus guy or Halloween decorations lady, I might feel different. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like if it's maybe not Halloween guy, but like definitely bus guy. I think if I had to wake up every day and like see that right outside my window, I would probably be so angry. <laughs> Because it's a different, yeah. I, I think it, it really is different owning something where like everything is your responsibility, everything's your fault. If something breaks, you have to pay for it. You take a lot of pride in your house, you know, like yeah. And having neighbors like that who just don't care, I can imagine that being. So Heck, I I take pride in this place. I don't even own it, you know. Like I make sure my trash is not like out all the time and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've only ever lived in apartments, but we always, you know, I think my my way of cleaning, and I know that this makes a lot of people super angry to hear this, but like, I'll let somewhere get super dirty, like maybe for a week or two weeks, and then I'll do like one big massive clean. I'm not somebody who like needs to do everything, a little bit of everything every day. I'm like, I'll let it get to the point where it's so gross I can't live, and then I'll clean everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of that same way. I let things kind of go a little bit. But I do try and keep some things nice, you know. I'm sure if I like when I get more invested into the place I live, that'll change. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Again, too, yeah, because you're renting, so you're like, eh, I don't really care if it gets super messy. Yeah. Whatever. They're mowing the lawn and <laughs> fixing all the washing machine problems or whatever. I'm yeah. Like, eh, fine. I can pour this grease down the drain because I'm not gonna have to deal with it in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's the thing I when I was in college. That's the thing I did not give a shit about. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that when I was a kid, and I would always pour like all the fat from dinner down the drain. And I did it for like a year. And then the the, the pipe just like wouldn't because it was so clogged <laughs> up with stuff. But I just didn't know. Nobody ever told me. Yeah. I feel like an asshole now. <laughs> I don't know how many clogged like pipes I've clogged. Dude, the maintenance people in college though were the worst. Yeah, we had the same. We had the same people, right? I think we did. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get a toilet fixed fixed for like a year and a half, and they would come in and mess with it for thirty seconds. It would flush once, and they would decide that it was fixed forever, and then they would leave. I would flush it the second time, and it broke again. And it took me an entire <laughs> year and a half just to get a new toilet. I was like, I was like, clearly, what you're doing isn't working. But they just kept trying little fixes that would break immediately. I the worst one that I ever had was I stayed in the same apartment like year to year and uh they over the summer they came they came in and like repainted and recarpeted and all that stuff because uh while I was staying some roommates were changing and they wanted it nice for the roommates or whatever and 
they came in and they sprayed like i tried to move all my shit they didn't touch my room because i wasn't like that didn't have to be touched up but they touched up the common bathroom and they spray painted they didn't like i didn't know like this was happening at all i think i was at work and they started doing it and they spray painted or not spray painted but they painted like with the gun thing and it like painted shit that i had in the bathroom like my uh like beard trimmer i had a hairbrush like there was shit that just like and it got paint all over it really i was so pissed yeah dude i would be too i was like if you're a worker like do you not like my toothbrush like do you not like understand like i don't know and like it wasn't like i like had any notice to move this stuff like i knew it was happening but i didn't know when or like what day it just started happening right and i mean like they they should have the common you know like the basic human intelligence to be like hey maybe i should just put this in his room yeah he's the only guy here and that's the only room in use just throw it in there real quick yeah well i don't know yeah it was kind of a a bad situation i i mean i'm not for anyone who's moving or going to college and you're getting an apartment enjoy it it's a great time you're gonna have a lot of fun just know that every maintenance staff for any college apartment is going to be exactly like that (laughs) (laughs) college students have to live in those apartments they don't care what they look like they don't care if they like barely function as long as it works enough that's all that matters they're still going to get their money yeah Uh, although like thinking back like those apartments were cheap compared to like where i'm at now yeah my apartment there was like i don't know like 450 a month or something yeah mine was like 425 yeah that's after like it was it was like 400 plus 25 dog rent and that was, was like like i wish like that's where like that's what it was here <laughs> no it was next to nothing and i mean like i mean you saw like the two apartments that i stayed in I, I think you saw both of them um they were nice all things considered yeah yeah i think uh the first one you were in was a little nicer yeah it definitely um it definitely felt like it had more amenities it was it was just more open, I think, too. And it had that balcony, which was really nice. Yeah. That view was super pretty. Um and it was it was way smaller, but for some reason it just felt like more like a home than the other one did. It kind of holds a special place in my heart. But the other apartment was fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that family room was just like it was like the family room and then it led into the kitchen. It was just one giant thing. I think technically um, that was supposed to be like a family room dining room, but yeah, but no one uses a dining room. I don't even think people in like real houses use dining rooms anymore. <laughs> Unless you have like a, a specific one like tucked away. You know? Yeah, yeah. Usually people just put tables in them, but they don't actually like use it's just for decoration or like, oh, this is where we have fancy dinner. This is you know, whatever. But usually it's in the kitchen or in front of the TV. I think that's kind of the standard American dinner now. Yeah, we just at least in my apartment, we had that like living room, dining room, and then the living room we just put a couch and TV, and then the dining room we flipped it so the couch was on the opposite wall and the TV was on the opposite wall. Yep. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many meals I ate on that couch. Like that's basically all I did. I was either in the dining hall eating or you know on the couch eating. So yeah. Or that bar because we had that indoor bar, which was super cool. That was dope. Yeah. Yeah. I still have it. It's just sitting in the backyard, <laughs> like. Do you took that back with you? That thing was huge. I did, yeah. In hindsight, I probably should have just left it there because now I'm not even using it. But, you know, I left that couch and I love that couch, but that thing was gross. Oh, yeah. I left a lot of shit. I didn't even take shit with me. It's just it's just new stuff for the new people to find. That's all. Yeah. It's, it's all hand-me-downs anyways. Yeah. My couches were hand-me-downs and then uh, someone else got them now. Yeah, mine were too. It was my dad's old couch. And I actually asked him, I was like, do you want it back? He's like, what do you think? <laughs> like, All right, I'll leave it there. Uh, what what uh, time are we at right now? Uh, I'll be honest, I have no idea because I didn't check before we started. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, we're probably at time. We're getting off. We're like way off in the, the weeds now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If I ever meet, I'm going to have an update. If I ever meet the Halloween people, I'm going to like give a full detail of that experience. Cause I like, I almost just want to go up to their, like after COVID's over, I want to go up to their door and just be like, listen, can I just like talk to you guys for a minute? Like I really, <laughs> I just, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta peek inside their house and see if it's like also decorated that same way. Like do they I have know... like little like pumpkins and spiders all over their house. 
so the rooms um like i've only seen it from the outside but their curtains are all blacked out they're like blackout curtains and that's on every single window in the entire house and it's like it's like a two-story house it's pretty big sounds shady yeah (laughs) there might there might be like illegal shit going on in that house and they're just covering it up as like oh we're kooky and weird and halloweeny but like there's meth going you know what i don't know yeah like all the cops just like oh that old that old weird house down the road like anytime (laughs) they get calls there's like uh some neighbors are freaked out again there's like actual like like cult shit going on in there it's like we hear screams coming from the basement area we think it's like oh that's the halloween house i'm sure there's all kinds yeah. of screams going on that's, over there. that's just their speakers playing their halloween sounds <laughs> which would be actually a really good cover for some cult shit it really would be like you just hear the screams over monster mash and you're like oh that's just <laughs> <laughs> is that part is that part of monster mash well, yeah maybe it is i only hear it once a year so <laughs> It's not a lot of Halloween songs, to be honest. No. It's like Thriller and that and, you know, two uh, two others maybe. I don't know. Ghostbusters song. Who knows? All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for watching, guys. Um, yeah. So this is going to be just the old format. You guys should just see, like, you know, the black bars above and below us. Um, so we're sorry that we couldn't get the new background working in time we're just kind of trying to work out the kinks a little bit make sure that everything looks good for when we actually release it and we got some other stuff coming up in the future too that i'm really excited about so uh you know stay tuned thank you for watching this time um if you guys want to you can like us on facebook twitter instagram all that we don't update instagram ever but if you want to you know like it go for it uh and yeah thanks so much guys see you next time see you next time